Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome to this online service. We have entered into a new season, and God wants us to rise up. God wants us to cross over our Jordan and to enter into the Promised Land that He has prepared for us for so long, and is waiting for us to enter in. So, in order for us to be able to do that, we have been talking about how do we prepare ourselves. To enter, you know, first we have to think as one, think in unity. When we say entering into our promised land, we're not talking about individually how God is going to bless us, and and we're not just self-centered. No, when we talk about entering the promised land, we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're talking about as God's people, we're going to rise up and extend the kingdom of God, and so that the nations. We'll see, and 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 honor him and fear him. Okay, so we have to think kingdom, not individual, not just our family, but we have to think kingdom. That's what we talked about last week. And then we have to think breakthrough. These are things that we may not have done before, territory that we have not entered into. So we need to spy out the land. We need to find as much information as possible, but we have to move in faith. We have to trust God, okay, and begin to plan, begin to strategize. So we have to think strategically. Things wouldn't just happen just because you pray, just because God wants it. But we have to plan and move in. We have to be responsible and do our parts, and that's why we need strong leaders to rise up to lead us. Because there are enemies, there are wars to fight, there are giants in the land. And we need strong leader to tell us to rise up, to cross over. And then tonight, we want to talk about another aspect. We need to think big. Besides thinking strategic, we need to think big. We need to think expansion. So in order to expand, we also need to think leadership. We got to arise, got to bring about that change. Be that leader in that situation and bring about change. Okay, so this is what we're going to talk about. Look at Joshua one, verse four. God said to Joshua, "Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the greater river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west." No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So Joshua was about to enter into the Promised Land, and God wants Joshua to have to see the big picture, to see the land, the territory that they are to move in. And so God says, "Your territory will extend." You got to think big. You got to think extension, expansion. So as you stand here in this wilderness, in this uh, 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 desert, look up there, Lebanon. That's where you will be. That's where you will take the land. And right all the way down, the the Hittites has occupied these hill countries. Look over here, the river Euphrates, 
and right across all the way to the end, to the edge of the sea, the Mediterranean Sea. And that's the, the land, the promised land that I have given you. Your territory will extend. So brothers and sisters, as we contemplate how can we take our promised land, we got to think extension. Not just looking at the desert where we are and say Tawau is so small. Well, you know, we got to think big. We got to think extension. What is God speaking to you? What dreams, what vision God has, has spoken to you about and you just push it away and you just say it's not, not possible, you know, this is Tawau. No. We want to bring the changes. The territory that God has given to us is large. We've never been that way before, but we're going to move in. We're going to do what God says. So, what's fear? of inference that God is taking us to in this new season. I know we're going to do the care home, which I've never done before. But we're going to do it. That's another sphere that God is taking us into. We've moved into the economy realm. But we want to take it higher, further. Not just dealing with food and drinks, but other areas. Education. Yes, we've moved in. But God said, hey, extension. Extension. Whatever you do, ask yourself, how can I expand? How can I extend? So that the kingdom of God will advance. So that's what we need to do to prepare ourselves to enter into the Ram the sphere of influence that God is taking us so that we will extend the kingdom of God. And secondly, besides thinking of expansion and think big, we got to take personal responsibility to see that it happens. I know last week we talked about when we think kingdom, we help the weak one, the stronger help the weak. But we cannot remove our own personal responsibility and just wait for others to help us. You've got to be personally responsible. We've got to be responsible as a cell group, as a church. It's not any individual or group of people. But we've got to rise up, every one of us. Now look at this example about the sons of uh, Joseph. Remember, I mentioned Joseph because of what he has done. He has saved the, the 11 brothers. He has saved the, all the, the tracks of, of, of Israel when he was in Egypt. And because of that, he, inherit, he inherited the firstborn, the birthright of the firstborn. And out of his one tribe, there are two tribes, Manasseh and uh, uh, Ephraim, these two tribes, they are the children of Joseph. And what happened? Look, in Joshua 17, verse 14, the people of Joshua said to uh, the people of Joseph said to Joshua, 
Why have you given us only one allotment and one portion for an inheritance? We are a numerous people, and the Lord has blessed us abundantly. So the sons of Joseph, they behave like a lot of people in church. You know, when we see others getting better uh, treatment, or they get more blessings, and we begin to complain. We begin to blame. So they come to Joshua and blame Joshua and say, Joshua, you know, we are the blessed tribes and we have grown numerously and God has blessed us abundantly. But why have you given us such a small piece of land? You see, the entitlement mindset mentality. They just want what has been prepare what has fought for for them and hand it over to them and they enjoy. They are not prepared to take personal responsibility. You see, people who blame and accuse others are the worst kind of people. They don't take personal responsibility for themselves, for what happens to them. They just blame anybody that they can rather than face themselves. So, they, so, so these are sons of Joseph. So Joshua, being the leader, being the target of attack as always, then he said to them, if you are so numerous, and if the hill country of Ephraim is too small for you, go up into the forest and clear land for yourselves. They are in the land of the Perizzites and Rephites. So Joshua said, if you're really so, so blessed as you say you are, why are you not doing something about it? Why come to me? Why blame me? Why you not do something about it? You can, you see, you can go up to the, 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 the forest. Go into the forest and clear the land for yourself. There in the land of the Perizzites and Raphites. You see, we, we don't want to take responsibility. But in order for us to enter into the promised land, in order for us to expand, it takes a lot of hard work. Clear the forest, chop down those trees. And then build... Nothing is, is just hand over for, to you for free. You got to work hard. You got to plan. You got to design. You got to get your people to do it. The land is yours. It's, it's there. Take responsibility. And uh, they reply in verse 16. The people of Joseph replied, The hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites who live in the plain have chariots fitted with iron. Both those in Bethshan and its settlements and those in the valley of Zeril. So you see, there's leaders among the descendants of Joseph 
among the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. They come. They say, yeah. We know we need more land. And we know there are plenty of, uh, plenty of lands there. But the trouble is, there are enemies there. There are problems there. There are hindrances there. There, the, you know, those tribes who occupy those lands, they are strong. Their chariots are fitted with iron. In other words, they are powerful. So you see, when you have weak leaders leading those tribes, all they can see is problems, difficulties, enemies. You know, they know. To get those land, they got to fight, but they don't want to fight. They are afraid to fight. They don't want to take responsibility. They just want to blame me on Joshua. Oh, they could have come to Joshua and say, we need help. You know, the enemies are strong. Can, can you get some of the other tribes to come and help us? They could have, you know, say in a nice way and approach Joshua. No, they blame, they accuse. You know, have you seen these people before? So there is problem. The enemies are strong. You know, there is no victory without a fight in the promised land. You want to have your promised land. You think it's going to hand over to you so easy. You can forget about it. You've got to face a giant. You've got to face an enemy stronger than you are. But you've got to trust God. So Joshua turned around and replied to them in verse 17. But Joshua said to the tribes of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, you are numerous and very powerful. You will have not only one allotment, but the forest hill country as well. Clear it and its furthest limit will be yours. Though the Canaanites have chariots fitted with irons and though they are strong, you can drive them out. You are very powerful. You can drive them out, even though the enemies are strong and powerful. But you are very powerful. So in order for us to expand and move into the promised land, we've got to know who we are. They are so powerful. But they only see up to a point. They know they are blessed. They know they are strong. But they see the enemy as stronger, bigger. But Joshua, that's why we need strong and courageous and powerful leaders who will speak the words to us, who will speak the right words, the word of faith. But those weak leaders only see problems, only speak problems, only murmur and blame. But a strong leader, Joshua, tell them, you are very powerful. So tonight, do you know who you are? Is your identity based on Jesus? Or is it based on your performance, your experiences, the things that you have? Joshua tell them, you are very powerful. Because God has spoken to Joshua. When he's alive, no enemies will be able to stand against. So Joshua said, you are very powerful. 
and to 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 have the land that you need, you got to just clear the forest to the furthest limit. In other words, there's no limit. If you clear the forest, you stop halfway. That's your business. God will give you as much land as you need, as you want to clear. You clear out all the hindrances and obstruction, and inherit your land, and it's your choice. You got to do it. You got to take responsibility. And so, though the enemies are strong, you will be able to overcome them. So, we got to take personal responsibility, and then finally to expand. It's intentional. It's intentional. The problems will always be there when you want to expand, but you rise up, take leadership in those circumstances. So when we say that expansion is intentional, that means you arise. You take personal responsibility. You begin to lead. Not allow the circumstances to to. Uh, suppress you and and to threaten you so that you 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 can't break out. You rise up and begins to take the lead and bring about changes. That's leadership. That's leadership. That's why you have to think leadership. When you see a problem, you know what you know what God wants you to do. When you see a hindrance, you see the enemy, you see the problems. You get up. You rise up and begins to take leadership and come against all these forces and all these hindrances. You know, we have a very good example that is given to us about rising up to take leadership and change our our circumstances and change the situation. You know, is is among the Gadites. You know, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe Manasseh they want to inherit the land over this side. Reuben, we know, he's the eldest son. Half tribes of Manasseh, we know, is a descendants of Joseph, as we mentioned, the blessed one. Reuben, the older one, of course, more experienced, more powerful. But Gadites, who are they? They rank number eleven among the twelve tribes of Israel. So, in a way, in a nutshell, they don't have a lot of uh, uh, their status uh, are small, right? The second last tribes among the twelve. But yet they have risen to national leadership. They are those, one of those who lead the rest of the nations into the promised land, crossing Jordan into the promised land. They have leadership. They rise to national leadership. But they only rank 11. How could they do that? You know, we, we learn about them through the prophecy of Moses before Moses' time, Moses prophesied over the Gettites. In Deuteronomy 33, verse 20 to 21, about Get, he said, Blessed is he who enlarges Get's domain. Blessed is he who enlarges Get's domain. So, the domain, the territory of Gets were enlarged. How? Why? Of course, we know God is the one. 
right? But get lives there like a lion, tearing at arm or head. He chose the best land for himself. The leader's portion was kept for him. When the heads of the people assembled, he carried out the Lord's righteous will and his judgment concerning Israel. So can you see? Get's territory was enlarged. Why? Because they are warriors. He lived there like lions. Strong, powerful, courageous, tearing the enemies down. So in order for us to... to Expand. We've got to rise up and take leadership, right? We've got to be warriors, bringing changes to the situation, facing the enemies. And then he chose the best land for himself. He has a spirit of excellence. He is not... Uh, willing to allow his circumstances, his, his back family background, his birth to, to limit him. He wants the best. And so he has that spirit within him to, to, to want to excel, to want to break through, to want to grow, to want to you know, become successful. And these are the people who are able to take the land because they have that kind of spirit. Not those who are passive. Not those who just murmur and complain about their situation and do nothing about it. But people who rise up and take responsibility. Take leadership and begin to bring changes to their life, to their tribes, uh, to, to their people. So he chose the best land for himself. He doesn't allow the circumstances to dictate his life. He rises up. He takes responsibility. He leads. And uh, if you do not rise up to lead, others will lead you. Your circumstances will lead you and determine what you will become. Some people, they do not rise up in the midst of setback. They allow their past, past failure, past pain, past rejection, past disappointment to lead them. So to them, what is life? What can I do? You know? And, and life is just, well, they have, they, they have no big future. All they can think about is the disappointment and the pain and all this other past. They allow the past to, to, to determine their future, to lead them. There are others who allow emotion to lead them. Well, today they feel like it. Well, they're great. If they don't feel like it, you don't see them. Rather than continue to press on and continue to be firm and strong and bold, moving ahead, they allow you know, their emotion to lead them. So, the Gettites, they take leadership. They want the best. They are determined to fight so that what God has promised will come to pass. And, and you know, they are not those egoistic, 
uh, self-centered, you know, people who are striving to prove who they are. Look at, look at what the Word of God says. When the heads of the people assemble, He carried out the Lord's righteous will and His judgment concerning Israel. You know, when all the tribes, all the heads gather, He rise up. He speak God's word. He carry out God's righteous will and judgment concerning Israel. You see, he take leadership. Following after God. Following the word of God. Bring about righteousness and, 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 and the will of God. So that is get tights. And no wonder they rise from the rank 11 to be leaders to be top leaders of the nation, bringing changes. Why? Because they take leadership over their circumstances, over their birth uh, background. They want to bring changes to their life, to the nation, and they will fight You know, to, to advance the kingdom of God. So God enlarged your territory. Because their heart is for God. Their heart is for God's kingdom. And uh, so we see that uh, in order for us to break through, enter into the promised land and inherit the promised land, we've got to have the right mindset. We've got to think big. Right? We've got to think expansion. And we've got to see and begin to open our eyes and begin to see the big picture of the kingdom of God. Not just ourselves, not just our family, not just our tribes, but we see the holy nation that God is establishing, that God is wanting us to, to build. And we've got to take personal responsibility. Don't blame. Don't criticize especially our leaders just because you think you, you deserve better. Rise up and begin to fight. Rise up, begin to clear the forest. Rise up and begin to face the enemy. And when you do that, you will inherit and you expand the kingdom. Like the Gettites, they expanded you know, their domain and God blessed them. And then we have to rise up in leadership. We see situations, we see needs, we see things that shouldn't be like that. Instead of complaining and murmuring and, and waiting for someone to do it, we rise up in leadership and bring about change just like the Gettites. So that what we go for is the best. Because when we do the best, when we have the best, when we you know, go for excellence, you see, the name of God is glorified. The Gettites, they do the will of God. They speak to the nations you know, about the righteousness of God. So this is what we need to rise up to be. Not because we are self-centered, or, you know, but rather because we think about the kingdom of God. We think about the people of God. We think about the nation, the, the holy nation that God is building. So we've got to rise up, everyone. Take responsibility, take leadership, and expand, enlarge the territory of the kingdom of God. Shall we pray?
Father, we thank you that you are unfolding your plan and purpose for us through the pages of your word. And Lord, we pray that even as we receive the word, Lord, it will be like revelation to us and that we will arise and take responsibility, take leadership for the expansion of your kingdom so that we may enter into the promised land. And Lord, we pray that you will cause that spirit of boldness, that, 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 that courage of the lion and, and the strength of the lion to come upon every one of us so that we will truly know who we are, that we'll know that we are a very powerful people that can change the world, that can change the environment, that can change the circumstances to bring in the will of God, to bring in the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray for everyone who hear this message that something on the inside will turn and change our whole mindset about who we are, about the kingdom of God, that we'll see and take ownership of what you say in your word and that we will arise and lead others together to advance the kingdom of God. We thank you, Lord. Bless your people, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.